Okay, so, new format. This is our AEW show. This is the cold open. Welcome to Take Under. This is how Joseph. It is actually cold. I have a blanket wrapped around me. <laughs> Phoenix? Oh, man. I was hoping. Oh, my God. I got hail on today. Oh, I was really hoping for some warmer weather, and I went down there to go watch AEW in a couple weeks. I think it will be. But, yeah, I got hail on when I was delivering flowers today. That sucks. I hope you're all right. I hope your car is all right. Uh, yeah, so, welcome. Um, before we move into AEW, because we're not going to have our third show this week, uh, wrestling around the world, I just need to talk about this. Uni- Multiverse of Matches was announced, and we got Moose versus Jeff Cobb, or, well, Impact versus New Japan, Kushida versus Josh Alexander, and I don't <sighs> have, I have been ha- haven't been watching Josh Alexander wrestle as much as I should have this weekend, but I love him. And most importantly, Will Ospreay versus Ospreay. Mike Bailey is going to have the year of all years with all the people he's wrestling. Ibushi, Ospreay. Um, I don't remember who else he's wrestled already, but I know that he's already put on a couple bangers, and he will continue to do so. I'm saying you put knockout current knockout champ Mickey James and or Jordan Grace, whoever is champion at that point, versus Mercedes on this card. And it might be one of the best ones we see all year. That is true. Why is Monet not in the Monet on this? Well, we don't know that she's champion or anything yet. I think that's what they're waiting for to announce this, actually. Gotcha. But also, this is in a small place, so they might not be wasting their star potential on this, to be honest with you. Like, you don't see Okada on here, and you don't see Tanahashi on this card. It's... My, it's Still Osprey though. and it's Kushida. Like, it's not any other mega stars. Still though, I would, I would at least try to get her name out a little more, yeah. Because it's been a minute since yeah. she's done something. Right, and we, I mean, we don't know if she's gonna be champ. Like maybe Kyrie will retain, and she'll go do something else. She'll go to AEW. She'll go back to WWE after having her little excursion. But we'll see. I really don't think so. I think she is Monet, and that's who they should do there. Even though yeah. they're not putting her in the main event or anything. Um, we kind of talked about it. I just want to bring it up. Do you think Okada is heel? Fuck uh, yeah. <laughs> that looked like some pretty heel action. So, yeah, he's been having this little rivalry with uh, what's his ass. I think it's Kaito Kiyomaya. He's from Noah. They had that. Sti- I had. I think I sent you that clip where he kicked him stiffly in the face, and then he just Okada. Yeah, it looked like him. a very GG kick. Right. And there was another. I, I didn't. I don't think I sent you this clip, but there's a clip after he he turns down the match where he's walking backstage, and there's just one of the New Japan film crew is filming him, and he yells and he's like, "Fuck! Don't film me!" And he throws the camera to the ground. Whoa! And I've never seen Okada act like that, like in character or not. Okada's. I'm new to New Japan, and I'm not as ex- as exposed to it as most people. I don't watch it as much as most people, but. I've never seen Jokata, Okada be anything but gracious, and so for him to start acting like this is kind of cool to me. You live long enough to become <laughs> the villain. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess we'll see where it goes. Right. Yeah, but uh, it still pisses me off, though. You know what? It, uh, look, if this was a plan, cool. Just don't say 
I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be there. To, and then surprise kicking the head to somebody. Like, come on. That's what I'm saying. Or, uh, or Larry. Shit, like, it, you know who would do that? MJF, Jay White, you, Roman Reigns. Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. Like, the good heels. Yeah, but that's shit. expected. <laughs> and he's been, he's been on the receiving end of a lot of those attacks. So maybe he's, it's, he's done. He's gonna start taking some for for himself. <gasps> He's the new leader of Bullet himself. Club. Oh, I'm gonna hold out for Mercedes. I would much prefer Mercedes over him, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be cool. That would be like seismic. Anyway, um, can't wait, quite wrap my head around that. Right. All right. AEW. I don't think I have anything to apologize for last week, so I'm gonna go straight on things that I've turned on. And I'm from El Paso. I got to say, I'm usually not the proudest of being from El Paso, but I was on <laughs> Wednesday night because from go, that crowd was live. Same thing on Friday again when Rampage and like usually Rampage crowds are half as lively as the main shows. And this one was not that steep of a drop off. We were still getting culo chant or culero chants, the sea <laughs> kicks that we had, like they... The fact that Thunder Rosa was there, like, City really made it important, and it seemed like, like, I really got that across from the broadcast. Everybody, like, the, all the Twitter interactions were talking about how great the show, like, how great the crowd was, so, yeah. Go back there, guys, because I definitely need an excuse to go back home. I'm sure my mom would love for me to come back home, and I need an excuse. Yeah, even the mayor, they made it official AEW day in El Paso. Which, I mean... (laughs) kind of shows you what El Paso has going on and why I don't live in El Paso anymore. But, I'm making it, I'm making it out cool. It's like, (laughs) it's just, they don't got anything else going on. (laughs) I'll make sure to throw a party or something. Maybe I can get a National Hector Day. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't see why not. I'll I'll petition. I'll put in a good word for you. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how far it'll go, though. I haven't been there. All right. So, anything you turned on? Anybody you want to apologize to this week? Do I want to apologize to anybody? No, I'm good. My conscience is clear. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. So, a three count for AEW. I gotta start off with an interview that just happened a couple days ago because it's probably what people will be talking about this week. But, is Tony Khan crazy? He... When I, I I don't know what the interview was, but I saw some quotes where he was saying, like, we hate each other. And every time I've seen WWE talk about it, they don't really seem to care about them. And that's, obvi- like, that's obviously the face that they would put on because they're a billion-dollar company as opposed to, like, this yeah. decent, like startup company. But I don't know. I mean, I do feel like he, there is some smoke to the arguments that he's claimed where, like, they've told venues not to have their shows and stuff like that. But... I don't know. Is it in his head or is it not? What do you think? One, Tony Khan is crazy. <laughs> like I mean, That's true, I guess. Like, just in general. Like, like the hugs and stuff, whatever. Uh, he, look, he's a straight-up fanboy growing up with, with billionaire money. And so, like, of course, he's like, heck yeah, I'm hanging out with life-size versions, real versions of what I saw growing up as a kid. So, his excitement, whatever, take it or leave it. Sometimes it's cool, sometimes it's a little creepy, but whatever. Tony, you do you. 
I think this is all just to rile up WWE because I know WWE is still messing with people's contracts or reaching out to people that are under contract. Oh, what's your contract up so we can get them back? And of course, WWE is has that stoic face of like, no, 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 we're fine. Because they grew into a billion-dollar company. Doing shit like this. Yeah. While AEW is new, but they are a billion-dollar company. They might not have it within their assets that generates it, but they have the backing of billions of dollars. Like, that's their just-in-case break-this-window-flush money that they need. But when their rights renew, and hopefully... Warner Brothers Discovery don't turn to a bunch of idiots on this one and pay them what they're worth because they're always in the top three on cable when they have competition from sports and other programming that should be popular, but they're always in the top three. So that alone is garnering them so much revenue and ads that they should get paid what they should. It might not be WWE money payment, but it's going to be a pretty damn close. Even still, both promotions are super successful, though. Like, the yeah. most success they've seen since at least before the pan- since the pandemic and probably years before that. I mean, AEW didn't exist very long before that, but definitely on WWE's side, more they've, they've been more engaged than in a lot of years. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... I have, like, I mean, I have, and I will continue to criticize him and shit on him, but especially given, I mean, well, maybe he's, he'll let go of his grudge against Mexicans now that he's lived amongst us and been to El Paso and saw how we can turn out for him. <laughs> maybe Tony Khan will no longer hate Mexicans, which is yet to be seen. Uh, we still don't have a Latino champion, which can be rectified is all I'm saying. Uh, but I will say this for him because I was thinking about it and... As much as I shit on him, I have not liked a wrestling show, even for all of its faults, and even for the shows that they book people that I don't like on, as much as Dynamite since WCW Nitro. Uh, huh. Like, it's a testament to their booking being interesting and being fresh, and like when they don't have fresh booking, they have the athletes to go and they can just let them go, which isn't to say that the other company doesn't. But they they seem to do it more often, and they're doing more stuff that's interesting to me right now. Like even this Moxley and Hangman feud that I was telling you, like somehow I'm interested in this, and I don't like either of these people. If we were, if I were to tell you right now, I like less, I dislike more people on the AEW roster than I like. You'd probably say that's true, and yet somehow I love this wrestling show more than any other one that's on TV right now. Huh. So, props there. He is a little crazy, I think you're right, but uh, that's the reason his show is so good, I guess. Uh, you haven't been as high on it lately? But, like, it, they're good. Like, they've been good, and they've been fantastic. It's, It's more of, like, is he doing it? To show he's sane, and not that he's crazy. You know what I mean? I don't know. This is more just targeting the man himself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
yeah, which we don't really need to psychoanalyze. Him. No, it's we're we're just, good. It's more just like, man, just more to appreciate him and this guy's wild. This guy is an entertainer in the same way that like Bischoff and a lot of these uh what's his name? Melts not Melter to an extent, but what are the other uh Russo and uh Cornette are like He's a, he yeah. can be a provocateur, and what the way he's doing in some of these interviews, and he does it in a little more of a reserved way than any of those other guys because I think that's probably who he is. But yeah, I guess you're right. You got to be crazy in order to own a, re- a pro wrestling company, to want to own a pro wrestling company. That's true. I will admit, and I will give this man kudos, and people should recognize this by him. He is an honorable man because in the in the span of the young freaking diaper company that he has right now. He has had two major losses of wrestlers and he's gone and bat for the family for each of them, each of those families, like no one's business and guaranteed a contract for the son of one of the rest of that pack. Like, who who in their right mind would even do that to a kid? And still incorporate him so he understands what their dad did and like that is honorable. I will give him credit for that. He might be like I said, he's so crazy kooky and stuff and is you know, he he grew up watching this stuff and now he actually owns the company. So I'll let that slide, but he's very on he's very honorable for at least that. Well said. But Alright. Uh second count here. All is right. In the man's own words, all is right in the world. Samoa Joe is champion now. <laughs> and I could not be happier. First of all, that match was amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah that, that was a fantastic match. I still don't think... Television, but. I don't think Samoa Joe should have won. I don't think he should have won just yet, is my opinion. Mm. Uh, maybe at Revolution, that's when he should have won. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I I think Revolution is gonna be Wardlow's coming out party, and they're gonna get let him get his title back, especially after that pro <laughs> Samoa Joe is so good. Every time he comes on TV, I'm just interested in watch listening to him talk. <laughs> I took your scalp. I took your title. What else do you have? Like, oh man, he's so good. Uh, I want to see that match, like that rematch after seeing the first one live, because I'm sure it'll be so much better. He'll actually powerbomb Symphony Joe this time, and Wardlow will put him down and become the TNT champion. Is my prediction at Revolution. The reason I think they're doing this is the further issue I wanted to talk about on this subject. Is it seems like Steen Steen's end game is in play. A couple months ago, he dropped an interview like saying how much, how fun it's oh, been to come back yeah. and all this stuff. I think I sent this to you and like, I Sting is probably my favorite wrestler of all time. Just in how he brought me into the sport during the the Crow era, and how much I loved him then. And that that storyline with him versus the NWO was what got me into wrestling as much as heroin. So. Him leaving is going to be like The Undertaker leaving Rust for Alive. Because by the time he left, I wasn't so high on the person of The Undertaker. Um, so the other thing is Sting dropped another article that was a little less, because this one wasn't in The Athletic. It was a little less known, but it was about like his 
bottom, I think, and he knows that he's winding down, and he has a plan. And so I'm thinking Sting, Darby, feud. Darby turns heel of some sort, or Sting turns heel, and they put Sting down. You go out on your back, and Sting's going to go out on his back to Darby because we know he's not going to wrestle forever. And his, his time has come. Uh, I don't want that. Because you don't like, want Darby to hit things? Well, like, I want Darby to take what he's learned and go and go for the buttons and, and advance and do stuff. I want it to be, like, in, at the end of Halo 3 and Master Chief says, wake me when you need me. And that's exactly what they need to do with Sting. So soon as heel, like, everybody's expecting it. Like, let him ride off. Let him get cryogenically frozen, and then come back once a year when you're in the shit. Tables. Yeah, like and and didn't do that. I'd rather have that because one, it's unexpected, but two, it honors the work that they did to develop Darby to who he is now. Yeah. I don't want the heel turn because yeah. I don't want Darby to turn heel either. There's like too many damn heels. Right. But also, Sting doesn't need that shit either, man. <laughs> I mean, I think Sting needs one last good feud to go out. Like, that would be cool. But I don't know. I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm just, I'm just going to have to be along for the ride and accept that Darby is here, even though he's, like, probably one of my least favorite people on this roster. I'd say probably even below Moxley because at least eh, – like at least I can appreciate Moxley. Uh, I can appreciate, I can I appreciate Darby too. Like, I mean, we've talked about him on here, and I've put him over. Like, the way he throws his body into his matches, and that match with Joe was amazing. Like – he does cool shit. I'm just not a, a big fan of him, and that's why that part, the pairing with him and Sting makes sense to me, obviously, but I was never a big fan of it, and I think you're right. There's money in him, like, carrying Sting's legacy if they don't go that route, but then how do you get Sting out of here? Like, Sting, I mean, he says he has ideas, and we'll see how it goes out. I'm sure Tony has his own ideas, and they'll they'll come to something that works for them. I just hope it, it's worthy of Sting, and Considering it's me and, like, the pedestal I put this guy on, I could probably tell you it's not going to be in my own eyes, even if it objectively is. Yeah, like, it doesn't even have to be complicated. Like, it can just be, like, seeing his ops improve and stuff because he believes he shows himself or a belt or something, even at its age. You can just do it that way, and it's totally fine just so everybody understands that it's not going to be around for a while. And then he'll show up again and then leave. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Not too complicated. That's yeah, that's how him, I feel about it. Because I want to preserve this. Whenever Darby has a big match. Exactly. <laughs> 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 all right. So I'll stop bumming myself out for the last uh, count of our of our three count here on this AEW show in our new format. And before we meet next week to actually watch wrestling live and in person which I'm sure we'll have thoughts about and record about that week. Daniel Bryan solidified, got through the gauntlet. Hey, MJF does throw every fucking opponent, so again, just not better than Jay White, which is so much. Like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and Daniel Bryan versus MJF is official. Do you think he's going to be the one to beat MJF come revolution time? It's revolution, right? No, it's not going to happen. No? No, it's not. But... You know he's gonna have like the firm or some bullshit tie into it in a system. It 
MJF is gonna hang on to that belt till the revolution next year. That's what I feel. Because it's gonna be the the bit of twenty twenty four. Yeah. Which yeah, I mean I think that's the money like that's the safe bet. That's the money bet. But I would love for Daniel Bryan to just like your first major title defense, sock him in the fucking mouth, take his belt. Daniel Bryan is arguably the best in the world. He's more than capable of taking this. Let him carry it for a couple months before someone takes it off of him. But I think the money in dethroning MJF is going to be, you're right, like having him have a long reign and then the anti-hero of AEW, the same way they built Hangman for three years to finally get over that hurdle, we're going to start seeing, or we, I mean, we've already seen the seeds planted. Eddie Kingston is the person to dethrone MJF. If it's not if it's not Daniel Bryan in this <laughs> first defense, it's Eddie Kingston at least ten months down the line. It has if they do that, then it has to be at Arthur Ashe. Yeah. Arthur yeah, Ashe totally, in New York. That's what I'm saying oh like ten God, months down the road, because I think that puts us in what? December or November, right? When they do Grand Slam? September. Yeah, it so, has yeah. That gives us eh, seven, eight months. I don't think that's long. Yeah, see, that's when that that's when it can happen. That's when it needs to happen. But I still think I still think he's gonna have it till Revolution next year. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Maybe even Grand Slam in 2024. So he carries that until September of next year. Ooh, what if he carries it till past WrestleMania 40? Because I think, I I think WWE's like contract with Madison Square Garden gets renegotiated, and then they can go perform in there. Yeah, I mean him like threatening to take the AEW title in the whole bidding war promos for a few months will be fun. Yeah, we still got it. I know you don't want to see this, and I don't want to see it, but I know it will be good. We still got to have. Punk come back and be the puppet master of. Don't you dare! Don't don't you put that evil on me. Looking more and more likely to happen, and we are probably gonna have, and that's gonna be a major plot point in his storyline before he relinquishes that title for even the first time. I would think. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? (laughs) I'm sure he came back. I'm sorry to say, but. I've never been uh, just as sure as I am of Sammy winning on Saturday. I'm sure that uh, CM Punk will come back. <laughs> so maybe, hopefully, the results will be the same because I'm sure I'm wrong about that. Oh, god damn! <laughs> Didn't even bring the ice cream back. Not yet. That's why he's got unfinished business. He's got to play a little, huh. couple more AFI songs, say his clobbering time a couple more times contractually, give you your ice cream, and then he can walk off into the sunset and never see his broken ass again. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, uh. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. I really do. Me too. I totally hope so. Oh, but, there's just uh, so much okay, money. yeah. There's so much money in it, I feel like wrestling is a money business and there's no way it's not but we'll get off of that bummer <laughs> note because i don't have any more thoughts about AEW for this week do you uh 
Can someone please beat Jake Fargo? That's all I'm saying. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Until next. Until next week. We'll see where that goes. Yeah. All right. See you later. Later.